When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply the frames per second podcast what's going on it's your boy nikki duce aka mr no disrespect and i'm here with miss naturally nay hello modest media yo what's good bro i'm all right kenneth Vienge. what up and you're now tuning into the frames per second podcast and in this episode we are continuing on with our weekly recaps of the hit fx original series starring donald glover uh, Atlanta. And this recap is dedicated to episode seven titled Snipe Hut. But before we get into this episode, Nay, what's up with these roses? Uh, so my first rose is going to go to Tomb Tomb Tune Tomb One. Oh, that's and Jamaican. Tomb Tomb. Like that. What? <laughs> Ain't that Jamaican? That's not Jamaican. I don't know, bro. I don't think so. Tomb Tomb. <laughs> Okay. Um, I, mean, yeah. I guess somebody gonna let us know. Uh, yes. Yeah. So this is coming from the thread on this spoiler episode that we're about to review. Um, Tune Tune One says, "I'm late to discussion. I had to catch up. I thought this episode was good. The ending was beautiful, and that combo between Ern and Van was dope." Um. My next rose goes to MXJMS. They say, the title misdirect, every father having to get the best tint, the black B-Day song, the screen ratio, just the small things they do that make this show even better. Beautiful closing to one couple families episode for the season. Um, yeah, for the most part, like people were really feeling this, um, this episode. Cam is King says, I just I just know somehow all this good faith from this episode will come crashing down in true Atlanta fashion. These last three episodes are finna be amazing. So mm. I hope so too. Um and I do think that with the beauty that is this episode, it is gonna be interesting to see where they go next because everybody keeps saying and thinking that Paperboy is gonna die. So I don't know why. Yeah, they can't kill Paperboy, You don't man. think they can kill Paperboy? I mean, that, it'd be true to, like, Atlanta shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of Atlanta rappers get shot mm. and killed or, you know, something yeah. crazy happening. So it'd be true to that, but I, I just think that'd be real Lena Waifish if they did that. Mm. Um, and I don't think he should go that route. No. Mm. Yeah, no, no, I don't no. think he should do that. She's better than that. Mm. Thanks for the roses, guys. Please keep your commentary coming, and maybe you will get your rose on the next episode. Well, thank you for those roses, Nay. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, what are your overall thoughts on this episode? <clears throat> on this episode, my overall thoughts of this episode of Atlanta was I absolutely loved it. This may actually be my favorite episode of the show, of the whole series. I think so. You when was the last? Did you even have you rewatched it? I haven't. Because some people say that um, rewatching it, it, everything makes sense. I, oh, really? Like yeah, they said like there's actually a story that connects huh. and shit. Huh. I'm gonna have to uh um yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I I wanted to do that, but I just 
I don't know. I just hadn't. I mean, I just don't have the time to do it. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, wish, I wish Mike was here for this one. Damn. Yeah, I know he would have loved this one. You say you wish he was here for yeah. this one? Yeah. He had just rewatched it. Yeah. I know he loved. The so yeah. This one so he would have uh, been able to confirm that. What is it? Any particular reason you wish he was here? Yeah, because like I have to take back my quirky comment. Like he is a good looking dude. I don't know if it's just because he was being all vulnerable and shit. But yeah, it, it, I was like, okay, Ern. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. It wasn't what that. was the fact that he was building the tent and, and, oh. and no, handling the shit. <laughs> it was the fact that he was showing his manliness. It's not because he was building that <laughs> you, 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 tent. You saw the, the musk as essence release not from him. It wasn't until he dropped that tear. It was not until he dropped yeah. the tear. That was that was what got you. Done. I'm gonna talk was. about that I scene. Think it was. I thought you thought he was gonna look quirky and awkward because of how he looked in this this particular one. Really? Yeah, I did. I, I, I mean, he absolutely did until he uh, started spilling his heart out. Then it was like, oh, he's attractive. That's what it was. Oh wow, <laughs> that that was a, wow. That shit worked. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm a, we gonna get to that scene. We gonna get to I that see. scene. Uh, Rod, overall thoughts? <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about this one. Um, <coughs> And I saw it twice. Mm. I'm not saying it was, I'm not saying that it's bad. It's just I, I don't know how I feel about this one. Mm. Yeah, I really just don't know how I how I ultimately feel. Like I, I do like some of the scenes in it, but ultimately, I don't know if it hit the same for me. Mm. Yeah, personally. Yeah. Did it hit for you, Kim? No, no. It was a uh, yeah. I don't like it. It was mm. bad. Yeah. Wow. Um, I fucked with it for what it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, it felt like to me it was like <laughs> kids confused. <laughs> no, because it felt like grading on a curve. No, man. no, no. Because like you, for me, y'all know. Well, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but for me, I care about like hearing, seeing like Paperboy and Paperboy's lifestyle. To me, those are the most interesting episodes to me. I think I kind of gathered that. Yes. Um, so, so seeing this episode, obviously there's no Paperboy in it, so obviously there's not that much appeal. But for it to be a love story and to see like this dynamic because we ne- I think we've always teetered around this type of relationship or this uh kind of chemistry that they have but to see for a full episode of it I think this is what is giving the audience what they want to see like a closing chapter or at least one day of it it reminds me of that episode season four of uh, Insecure mm-hmm. where we see Lawrence and Issa have like a perfect date or some mm-hmm, shit like that mm-hmm. it was like even though this wasn't that perfect because they were talking about some shit but it just felt like all right we see them as a family oh I definitely didn't feel like that Mm. To me, it is. That's, that's, I say this is their version of that. Okay, yeah, I can see that this is their version of that. Yeah. But that, that Issa Lawrence thing was definitely a lot stronger. And I think Ugh. it was because for me, Naomi. Stronger than this? Uh, yes, mm-hmm. because for me, like, I feel like they established a little something a little stronger with, with Lawrence and, um, and Issa versus with them. You haven't really felt that. Like, I know he said it in his, in his dialogue, but. I ain't never really felt it like what that. What about when last season when he was chasing around Europe to fight? Right, it didn't feel like that. It, it it didn't feel like it just felt like you know like her just doing some crazy shit. Be like it, it just didn't connect the same way. The, the storytelling is very different mm-hmm. from Issa and this. Issa stuff is very like in your face, like straightforward. straightforward. This is kind of like coded and all this like you know i've been caring about you this whole time i'm crazy about you i'm in love like nigga how, how the fuck we really supposed to know that like you, you woke up in a, in a in an episode with with two chicks or something like that when he was in europe it was one chick oh well what a chick while you was in europe but but we supposed to know that you're madly in love with what's the name no man uh-uh. but you can have sex and not be in love I'm not, okay 
All right. Just in case. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's just, it's different, man. The storytelling is different. The relationships are different. I think the characters are very different than Issa and Lawrence. They were very much establishing a relationship. We've never seen Earn and Van in an established situation. They've like, always dated. They've they've dated. We knew they were a thing, but they never. It was like we know they have a kid. There's obviously history. It was like they've been in a situationship this whole show, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So and the link is that connects them to each other is Lottie. So it's like they, it's like they spent this whole show trying to figure out how to co-parent and manage a relationship. You you understood that there was something there. You understood that they got each other on a level that nobody else got them on. Mm-hmm. But no, it's not as straightforward. We're together because we never like Lawrence and Issa because we never saw them saw that from them. But Ken, do you need? Shit, a, y'all thought he was fucking. She was fucking on um, Derek. When you one of the people that thought that she was, was fucking Darius, that was a oh, subplot. Now, oh, that was now, a subplot. Oh, oh, Rod, come on. I never oh, thought that. Which, uh, oh, okay. and it was a it was a theory I had. All right. <laughs> But, but Ken, do you, you need, by yourself. But Ken, do you need to see that to understand this? Do you need to see like I mean, we've seen them literally together, not in together in the sense of how we normally see it on TV with a couple with a child. But mm-hmm. did you need to see all that backstory, that back history, like we saw with Issa and Lawrence, for this episode not to hit for you, or like for at least for their relationship not to hit? I mean, I, I well, you you can't compare the two. I'm I'm 100 with with Nay and Rod on that because they displayed it to us differently and mm-hmm. here there was a lot of inferring that you had to do um because they were co-parenting this whole thing and um i mean we saw the evolution of their relationship throughout four seasons and we saw Ern's uh display of affection and love in the last season i think mm-hmm. that's probably what that was for you know with with the way that he was reacting to everything but there's no way you can look at this and be like he's madly in love with her mm-hmm. and that he's no way he's going to leave Atlanta without him, you know? So no, nah, I think you needed to see it in order to sell it. Let's get into this episode. Cause it, it ain't no, really... no, she has a reaction. What was your reaction? I don't think you did. I think it's just a matter of knowing like how like aloof and real, like un, uh, unaffected urn is right. I think, because of the character that he has like when he said that like i'm fighting for you here even though it's not like he's making this grand gesture but the fact that he's just not like okay you know for her and he never has been just like oh she's an answer whatever like he always was concerned for her in a way that he hasn't necessarily been for any of the other characters Mm -hmm. the only one that it came close to was paperboy because that's maybe his family but i think I, I don't think I need, I didn't personally need to see it because I think there's always been an understood love for each other there. The mere fact that he's moving to Los Angeles and he's not in a relationship with her, but he wants him, her and his daughter to move down there with her says something. He's, all, he, he's always seen and planned for his life with her. So even though we don't see all of this backstory and this deep love story between the two of them. I think because you have a a very good understanding of what these characters are or who these characters are, it's kind of like an understood thing. Mm -hmm. He also, he also mentions that too. He was like, I don't fight for shit and I'm fighting for you. Like, but we're doing a lot of talking. We we, did a lot of talking. He did. (laughs) He has some actions too. Uh, This episode starts (laughs) off with an action. Uh, we see Ern, Van, and Lottie traveling to some random parts of Georgia to celebrate Lottie's birthday. Um, 
with the intro to Sade. Uh, Ken, where do you rank Sade all time? Hmm. Ooh, all time. Uh, she's not top five. She ain't what? top five. Mm-mm. Mm. Nah. She's top ten. She might crack the top ten. She might. Mm. Sade is very strong and powerful. She's and definitely she's top ten, bro. Like dope as shit, but yeah, there's some really other good contenders. I think Sade is just unique. Mm. Mm. I want to. I want to. Where you got it? You top five for you? She, she's in the top ten, Not right? Top five, but top ten definitely. Yeah, definitely. top ten definitely. Um, she just has too much, too many iconic things that everyone, every fucking body knows. Like, uh, it's just. But I know it's a lot of artists like that, the Marvin Gaye's, the Al Greens, and all that. I, I know the Aretha Franklin's, mm-hmm. Patti LaBelle's. But I don't know, like even you, when as I name those people, who else is like Sade? That's what I'm saying. So it's just like you know, like it's like yeah, who else is like Sade? Like every Patti LaBelle, Aretha Franklin, you could kind of box those in. You can't really box Sade. That's what I'm saying. She's unique. People. Yeah, yeah. So I think with that, that I guess I think that gives her a slight edge to go into that top ten. Kind of like Prince. Like Prince is very like you know he's absolutely <laughs> in the top ten. Like it's it, Prince is Prince. You know what I'm saying? Sade is Sade. Like her tickets sold for how much? I don't even know. Like, I've seen it. She's amazing. She, 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 she's yeah. I, I'm jealous of you. Yeah, me seen too. Her I am too. I, like I, I'm, I'm just glad I got the opportunity <laughs> to see Prince. Sade is one of those people that I would like to see live as I well. I gotta see Sade live. If this she, she tours, if they say she's making. She new making music. new albums, right? If she come out and she yeah, tours, we got to go see yeah, that. She make an album every ten years. Yeah. She talks about it. And it be and it be number one. <laughs> yeah, she's uh she's top eight. Mm. Yeah, she's top eight. She's second of all time for me. Whoa! Second of all, wow. she too high. It's, it's <laughs> but it's a, it's an emotional thing. It's a it's an emotional connection. It's it's really yeah. Who's number one? Maxwell, it's Maxwell. Are you f- okay? Me? That, that, make, <laughs> that makes that that makes the top two make sense. It's personal. Yeah, yeah I get it now. Bro, you stupid. It's, it's, it's simply personal. And personal I grew up on connection. Maxwell though. Yeah, it's Shade. personal connection Bruh. to the music. Like you're putting Max. Never mind. That's no, 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 no. Yeah. That's 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 subjective. Yeah, it's very subjective. Oh, you said that's too subjective. Yeah. <laughs> But you know you gotta let some shit go. You got, I guess you that's, do. That's her. Sh- I can't. That's her. Shit, okay. I, 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 no, I, I got you. Do you know who I am? I know, but you know, I I, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I, I know that Maxwell's. I know you. That's like are, a re- I don't yeah. like. Seen that's your one. Like I see, I've seen every show. He was shaking on IG. You see him shaking on IG. I just saw it and broke my fifteen-year-old heart. It really. What do you mean he's shaking? He he, his, he got them Megan knees, honey, and his picture is yeah. Bless he was his heart. dancing the shit. He was yeah. at some show. I, I really uh, hate. I'm like, that he, mess with dancing. Yeah, he's 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 changed over the last five. I, I knew years, he's like your favorite artist, like you know, as you as an adult. But I didn't know you put him all time. Like I, I feel like there's a difference between all time and just like you know, yeah. like current. Like it's like you Kobe. think objectively, right? Your yeah. personal t- favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think you meant like you know. Oh, this is all time. Like oh uh, yeah, I didn't know. Urban Hang Sweet is my favorite album ever made. Yeah, it wow. is the one of the best albums ever made. It and is stronger a great than Shadé, stronger than Pride is right behind it. Okay. But again, that's Black exactly Summer Night might be his second best album. Yeah, Marvin Gaye, what's going on? I will on? give like, you that. Uh, no, well, for me personally, Embrya. I absolutely loved Embrya. Oh yeah, I mean that's because of one song though. I mean, <coughs> you said it's one song. I think that's just because of one song. Oh, Embrya threw people album. for a loop, but it yeah. was it was man, real bro. different. But I loved it. Oh my god. Yeah, but um, going back to Sade though, it had to be my Sade bag 
after that. Yeah, me too, bro. I grew up on that shit so heavy, like. My dad only likes three singers and it's random. It was Celine mm. Dion, Sade, and what was the other one? The first was Come random. On, we'll keep going. Well, Celine he, Dion like, is a like, voice, honey. Don't do that. Not no, because, I fuss with Celine not Dion. Because, like, Celine like, in, U- in Uganda, like you, the ra- like, you listen to all types of music mm. that come through the radio. It's all just American music, though. I just didn't expect it, but I so, got like, the third he, one. He, he, he was having me listen to country music and shit like that. Like, it's all different types of music, so he liked different type of people. Yeah, I have a Celine Dion album. I love yeah. Celine. Mm-hmm. That boy is honey. I forgot the third one, but yeah, but Sade was like. I'm like, she was the first Adele. She was. For black folk. She was. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We were very accepting of Celine Dion. <laughs> he said we were very excited. Yes. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Off rip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were. She was like what Lisa Stansfield wanted to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, going back to the episode. Rod, did you think this would be like a horror Halloween type of episode since we had like niggas in the woods? Uh, I didn't really think of it and I couldn't imagine them going that dark with it with the with the uh with the girl. With the girl involved. What's her name again? Lottie. Lottie with Lottie um involved. So, um I don't know. I felt like that would have just been too easy or too predictable if they went that route. And I and I don't think he predictable because of the season or because of Atlanta. Because of Atlanta, I feel like that would have been a predictable thing to do for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they always do something that's going to be different. So you know, um, you know, I guess there still was that air of it might something might happen, but I don't know. I just never fully felt it uh, something that was going to happen like that. Um, so yeah, nah. I didn't think I didn't think nothing crazy was gonna happen. I was just uncomfortable the whole time. I did um again, I did think it would be dark if something happened with you know, with Lottie present or to Lottie. But I think it was just the stuff that they were doing was so Caucasian. It just and it just made me uncomfortable to see these black people doing these white things. You think it was really white to go camping? It's yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Really? Especially yeah. like pitch a tent in the woods, camping, wash, bro. brush your teeth in the lake type camp. Y'all never done any of that growing up or like have any friends done that? I did go to Girl Scout camps, but even that already has tents pitched. Like we're not going to REI to get a tent and put the poles in. We're not yeah, we don't got that. bags, on camping bags nah. on the deck. I grew up, that's what I grew up doing that camping shit. So that's Less why I was like, that, but it was, I mean. Yeah, I was one of the few black people doing it. <laughs> right, right. But, but I thought that, like, I mean, I just thought it was just people don't like just nah. being in the woods. Nah. When they got in that canoe, I literally was scared. Like, when they were fishing, I, I had my head like this. I used to go fish as a kid all the time. That's, I did, too. I Y'all fish. ain't fish? That's all I'm about to say. No, I fish. I'm, I grew up pretty much in yeah, the I country, so I had no choice. Yeah, so, so no, I, yeah, we fished, like, every week. But Y'all uh, went out in a canoe in the middle of the lake and fish? No, we didn't do that. We're on the That's side of a damn saying. ditch. Guys, nah, that's what I'm saying. Hell no. We <laughs> sit on the bank and fish. Like, we going to pitch put our chair down and mm, fish not nah. go out into the middle I would, yeah I, we, of a I did a canoe thing we're like not in the middle of a big you, ass lake but it was like yeah. by the side of like some creek like you just go out and you fish man, we ain't camping man. we already live, live a minimalistic lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> i don't need to fucking camp Bro, i camp every mean? day and it's not by choice <laughs> right i kept like it's not it's even just, by choice i mean canned foods all the fucking yeah. time <laughs> you can Uh-oh. cook on a, you can bring <laughs> pots and pans and cook out i mean cook what Hot dogs and shit. Like, like yeah. I mean, you could do that. You could. Grill. I do that shit already at home. 
<laughs> I don't need to care. flame on the stove. Right. I don't. I don't need to go camping to do camping shit. No, but I do. I, it was. Re- it was really interesting because I was watching it and I was like, why am I so uncomfortable? Why? Why do I feel like? Because it's really nothing going on that make. Even when she was broad daylight catching fucking frogs, I'm like, why mm. are y'all eyes not on this? Like, first of all, black people in the woods, like you said. It made me immediately uncomfortable. I'm like, y'all are just not keeping your eyes on this girl as much as you need to. Y'all letting her look for fucking snake-ass snipes at night by herself. Like, what is going on, black people? I was so uncomfortable. That's why I thought she was going to get kidnapped, Ken. I don't know if you thought she was going to get something. I thought happened. you about to fall in that damn river. I did, too. That oh, river, the way they made that scene look, I was looking around like, all right, where's the like, demon? Where's the on demon? the other side of that bank. Y'all don't see her looking at them? Look at Lottie. Yeah, what was that? I think it was just a... A psych, like a psych out, like to because yeah. the whole episode felt creepy mm-hmm. until you actually just listened to what they actually talking about. It wasn't yeah. that nothing to do with nothing, but like that, how they just sat on that scene where Lottie was just at the creek. Like, so I thought it was interesting when I went back because I watched it two and a half times. I, I mm-hmm. tried to watch it the third time, I didn't finish it. Um, I felt like it was uncomfortable because for Lottie, having both of her parents there is uncomfortable when she knows it's like weird between the two of them. So I felt like, and somebody mentioned this in the Reddit thread too, that it's like kind of from Lottie's perspective. Cause like even the ride there with the Sade plan, they're not talking. It's just quiet in the car. Mm-hmm. And you've got Van fussing at him. Like you need to slow down. It's like tense. And then they have that conversation. And then it's like the vibe between them is completely changed and it's comfortable now. So I felt like it was just, uncomfortable and tense because their relationship is kind of uncomfortable and unspoken and tense. So you felt like uh, this episode was kind of awkward between Van and Ern's chemistry? Mm-hmm. Until that conversation, yeah. Even the way they approached the conversation? Because like he tried to bring it up like once or twice before they actually had it. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to talk about it. Hmm. Yeah, it was, it was awkward. It was uncomfortable. It's so much stuff unspoken. You've asked me to move to Los Angeles, but I don't even know what we are. It's just, it's just awkward. And like when they were walking, it's like, yeah, no, she can't cross that. We're not doing mm-hmm. that. And then when she's, when Lottie's, the way Lottie's acting, she's like, you know, she gets in her moods, but he's so busy working. He's not really in tune with how his daughter is. So it was, it was a lot of tension. We'll be right back after these announcements from Dead End Studios. What's going on? It's your boy Nikki Duce, a.k.a. Mr. No Disrespect of the Frames for Second Podcast. And I'm here to let y'all know, make sure you guys tune in this upcoming Wednesday, October 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, youtube.com forward slash FPS podcast. We will be doing a live review of the new DC film, Black Adam starring The Rock. Uh, make sure you tune in again. Join your Ask your friends, family, loved ones to come in as well. We would love to see y'all. Like and subscribe to the channel. Again, youtube.com forward slash FPS podcast, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. See you then. Peace. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Make sure you come through on October 30th at 12 p.m. as we will do once again a Halloween special uh, for Is the Mic Still On? Um, Kevin has put together a uh, pretty good show. We're going to do quizzes and stuff. Uh, costumes will be worn. And uh, we're going to have a good time. So we would love for you guys to come through and kick it with us and have a good time with us as well. Um, also, if, if you're wearing costumes, um, send us your costume. I know that Halloween is the day after, but uh, after the live, but send us your costume, share it with us. 
and we'll share some of them uh, on our socials. But um, but yeah, youtube.com slash is the mic still on October 30th at 12 p.m. Can't wait to see you there. Hey, guys, it's your girl Naturally Nay here, and we are doing a new segment for FPS called Ratchet Watchables with myself and Nicholas Doucet. Um, this is a show where we're going to sit up and watch all of the ratchet immature television that the other guys don't want to watch and and discuss with us so tune in on sundays and listen to us go back and forth about some ghetto classics reality television shows and all the ignorant stuff that we don't review on fps so tune in on sundays with nick and nay bye right Mm -hmm. do you well we uh, we then see like because we see them camping and shit and then we see later on that night um earn brings up you know the idea of them moving to LA which we know from his therapy sessions that's a conversation that he's been kind of avoiding having with Van but did you think that Earn was trying to manipulate Van with this whole trip when it comes to asking her about LA manipulate um cuz he actually said that mm-hmm. right um um I didn't look at it as a manipulate thing I looked at it as this is the way he kind of approach topics or approach like you know interactions and this is just the way he wanted to do it um, you know, like you said, he wanted to buy out the camp or whatnot, just so I guess just for it to be them. A lot um, so of money, I guess. I mean, they're showing that he's making, he's yeah. doing quite he got, well. He got for bread. Himself. Yeah, yeah they, got they're bread. showing that he's doing quite well for himself. Um, so, yeah, I didn't look at it as a manipulation thing. It's just like, it's an I can thing. And so, you know, this is the route I want to take it. You know, like we're always in these other situations. So, you know what? Now, now that I talk it out, like, you know, they're always doing something else in all these different other situations. He just wanted to kind of get away from the norm, go to this place to really, guess, express himself. So I didn't look at it as manipulation. I looked at it as like this is a way he can actually just kind of, without all the extra noise, just talk, say what is on his mind. I mean, shit, if I had an opportunity to, to do some shit like that, I probably would. You know what I'm saying? Just like. Like I, I'm, 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 I, uh, I joke with her all the time. Like if we go to a theater and it's like, like nobody in there. I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I bought this shit out for her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I do shit like that with her all the time. Or a restaurant is it's kind of empty. I say some shit like that. So I could see the idea where the idea comes from. But out the woods kind of, though. I think it was kind of manipulated. Yeah. Oh. I was gonna ask you, Ken. Did you you do you think it was? It. Go ahead. I want Ken mm-hmm. go. And then I was gonna. Uh, I think it was a very valid question, which he asked. I wondered the same. Once it was mentioned, I started to really think about it. I was like, damn, maybe it was. Because who the fuck takes their kid fucking camping? For their birthday. For their birthday. Lottie did not look like she had a good time at all. Yeah. Bro, so camping. What, Lottie, but you, you said Lottie was uncomfortable because of the parents, not because of camping. She liked manip- catching the frogs. What was he trying to manipulate exactly? So, if you're trying to spend time with us as a family and and spend Lottie's birthday, then let's spend Lottie's birthday. Like, why is this turning into a conversation about a conversation about us? Like, why here? Why now? Like, is it because you have me and we're trying? You're trying to show me this family setting, girl. This is what it could be if you came to mm-hmm. LA. Like, just have the conversation and let me tell you my opinion without trying to fill it with all of this other shit. Like, and on top of that, I've told you I don't want to talk. We can talk about it later. I don't necessarily want to talk about it right now. <coughs> so why do you keep like? 
Why? So you feel like he forced her into the conversation? Yes, because that's what he wants. He wants his family. So I just don't. I, I guess don't understand where the manipulation part comes in. It only it, to me it only matters if you think that's a part of his character because I think we've seen Earn over four se- or close to four seasons mm-hmm. now. I don't think he's a manipulator, is he? Well, I mean, we it would have been nice to hear Lottie say she wanted to go camping. That, but what? Can, uh, but sometimes you just gotta expose your kids to shit, right? She's six, bro. She knows six year old on camping. She ain't even want them. But to sometimes sing. you like, gotta expose you to me, right? You gotta expose your kids. You can't let the kid dictate what on they want to do. On their birthday, not the birthday, bro. That's different. That's, you, that's some, you think that's a kid want to go to Chuck E. Cheese when they, when they whatever yes. it is? Some they, shit, some kitty some shit, shit yes. The first time they go to Chuck E. Cheese, they be scared as hell that them robots and all that You're shit. You're right, touche. But that the, the point is she's old enough to vocalize what she wanted, and I'm pretty sure she didn't vocalize it. I want to go camping with just you guys. I think y'all assuming that. I think y'all assuming Me that. Me too, because I think the kids have surprised us on many occasions of stuff they wanted to do just with us. But they act like they're happy when they're doing it because they're doing what they want to do. I mean, I'm just saying the type of place that they want. I mean, they could also so he, she's not tapped into what Lottie likes because he's not around all the time. That part. So he's probably thought, oh yeah, she would love to go camping, but she might not have loved to. They go do camping. bring up the fact that he ain't always there. So I guess, like, in what situation do you feel like he wouldn't wouldn't be manipulative? Let's have dinner and talk about what I want to talk. About, what we've what what I brought up. Let's make Lottie's birthday about Lottie's Lottie. fucking birthday. Nay, let me ask you a question. Um, I was kind of jumping ahead. But the question is, it goes to um, when they're in the tent. Do you really think Erin loves Van because of Van or because she's a sexy baby mama? Based on the conversation, I think he sincerely loves Van. Based on, like I said earlier, their, the experience that we have with them, I think that he sincerely loves Van. I think that Van brought up a very valid point when she was like, I know you love me as Lottie's mom. Because a lot of times, especially when you start talking about like not just relationships, but like long-lasting relationships and wifey type material, it's as a woman, it's what I can do for you and not do you love me just for who I am. So I loved the fact that she brought up, I know you love me as Lottie's mom, but I can't move to Los Angeles just because you love me as her mama. She was driving some bars. She was. So I, and his response was seemed very sincere. So I do think that he sincerely loves Van for who Van is, because like I said, they get each other in a way that just it just it's even abnormal to the viewer. It's like they just understand each other and they're cool with each other in a way that he's not cool with any of the other characters or you've seen him cool with anybody else. So yeah, I absolutely think that he meant it and he loves her just because he loves her for her. Right. Is that why that. Go ahead. I was gonna say, Rod, is that why it's hard for you to uh, to hear that manipulation part about this episode? Nah, yeah, for sure. I was gonna say that, but I was gonna say something else as well. But yeah, just to answer your thing, yeah, because of that, like, I guess, like, I don't want to get hung on that, but like, what you saying that, like, how could you say that it was a tad bit? You can love somebody and still manipulate them. You can sincerely love somebody and manipulate the situation to work out for your favor. That doesn't have anything to do with how you feel about the person. It has to do with what you want and your self-centeredness. Mm-hmm. So I think outside of just, like you, like we said, the fact that they were even there being manipulative, the way mm-hmm. he started that conversation was manipulative as hell, too. What did he really, say? I don't remember. When he was like, I don't have to be by myself. Well, nigga, then don't. That, yeah, that, that, was, that was, I don't know how she bounced back that from that That was line. a wild opening. That was, it, was, but it, was, it was honest. It was, it, it was 
that's what I'm saying. Like, we also got to look at how certain people communicate. Mm-hmm. For example, Rob, for example, right? He's a very blunt person. But he, you don't take it in a way that you would take it from somebody else because somebody else, you don't know how their intent, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why with, with Earn, is like, like you mentioned, he's a quirky kind of dude that doesn't even fight for shit. So how would a nigga like that talk about his actual feelings? Like... Shit, even in therapy, when we thought he was done with therapy, he still was manipulating motherfuckers. Right. Damn, I'm going back to Exactly. That's what I was going to say. When you asked, was, is that in his character? It kind of No, is but I was just character. saying, like, he, he's, he's, if anything, okay, he's breaking that manipulation shell. Is he? And he's saying, look, I, don't I think could be is. with all these other bitches, but I want to mm. be with you. Why is that necessary to bring up when you're trying to express how you love me? It's because mm. Because that's a fear let, that she had. No, mm-hmm. it's not a fear that she has. It's him. He's trying to instill a fear in her to say, you know, I don't really have to be i'm here because i want to be oh that's and how I, you took that yeah, yeah, the fear, the, how, well, how else is it meant i didn't take it as he was trying to be like yo if you don't jump on this train like somebody else gonna that, jump on it yeah i didn't take it, like take it as that it's not not that uh, not that blatantly but mm-hmm. it's like what is the point of even saying that if your goal is to express to me that you love me that's the way why? he's expressed that's the way he talks that's the way he speaks why? how i took it I mean, everybody don't say. I tell you this all all the time. Everybody don't say stuff the way you want to hear it. They say it. They say it in a way that they know how to present it. And why do you know how to present it that way? That's just how his mind works. He he sees it as like, look, I could, but I absolutely don't want to. Why do I need to know that if you're trying to? That's just part of the conversation. It's it's the way your mind works, and it's a manipulative. It seemed like that was manipulation. It seemed like that was what she kind of was bringing up, was saying like, you just don't want to be alone. Right. That's the thing. He was like, Nah, it ain't about that because I could I could fuck any other girl I want to. But I don't. I want to be with you and Lottie. I want to have us to be a. It's like a reassurance thing. Yeah. Like I, I don't. I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about you. He also heard the episode because he said he wasn't terribly good looking. I mean, ter- <laughs> he, he said he wasn't terribly I thought about that bad too. looking or whatever he said it. I mean, yeah, he I got money. See. Ain't nobody terribly bad looking with money. <laughs> nah, I don't if you know, saw I Donald just... Glover on the street and he wasn't Donald Glover, what would you say? Is he cute? <laughs> We've already had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so that's it's what I'm saying. He Donald Glover is a whole different nigga. It's artsy. Uh, shit. Artsy. Um, yeah, I'm kind of with Nay on this one, y'all. Um, I don't think y'all it's, it's some really deep ingrained player shit, but it, no, it's it, I can see it that way if it was a different. If it was, if this yeah, is Paperboy or yeah. this is Darius or some shit, maybe. But he, it don't seem like it's earned. Yeah, it's like it's he's just quirky. It's not patriarchy. <laughs> it's not because she could she could be the same way. She could be the same exact way. Talk about it, right? Yeah. But she wasn't and isn't. But she has been in certain situations. Everybody like, yeah, can be yeah. manipulative. And he just chose this particular moment to do that. I mean, it was a, a rebuttal to her saying that you don't want to be lonely. That's what I was going to say, yeah. Um, you know, so, and I think he was trying to use that to build a case for why he wants to be there. Right. That's how most people will respond. If I, it's a, it's not a I wouldn't respond that way because I know women don't like hearing that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But that's a real nigga answer. Like if, if, I, if, if I if I got if I'm if I'm decent looking, I got money, bro. <laughs> shit, I got a bevy of motherfuckers waiting for me. That's a me. common thing that dudes say. I know, and it's problematic because as a woman, <laughs> you know, I don't even have to look good, and I got plenty of options. Talk you about don't it hear though. Me say, you don't hear women saying that. Women can walk to the gas station and get five six numbers and be a basic looking. If bitch. a nigga said that to you, you might would say, "Oh, I can have any nigga I want." You might just. Say some shit like that if depending but on what a nigga says to you. Why do I need to bring that up? It's an understood. If I I am attracted it may not to be. If, if I if a, if if a dude came at you kind of sl- sideways about like you know um you you being lonely, 
you might respond in a way like, oh, nigga, this is by choice. Just trust and believe me. But I, that's all I have to say is it's by choice. I don't have it's to the say same shit. it's the same thing. But again, <laughs> it's, I'm not telling you I have this, I have that, I have that. It's not hard for me to get a woman. Like I'm, I don't have to go through Some all of that. I will say that though, and that's problematic. All I'm saying is, all he has to say is, I, it's not a fear of being by myself. So you didn't, yep. you didn't, it. you didn't think that was it. So you didn't think the uh, that don't hit as hard as we uh, he actually it. said. Because y'all are trying to manipulate no, me. No, no, we're trying to convince you. We're trying to make you feel it. You have to convince you know, me. All you have to do is because he don't fight for shit. Just straight to the point. Right. I, it's not. I, look, I ain't worried about being alone. Dang, I just want to be with because you. Because that don't. That's and just for him to say that that sounds flat. For him to say what he said, it sounds like wow. Ernest, like really serious. It does sound flat. For you to tell a that I have options. I got money. I don't look bad. I could be with somebody if I want to. That is, it, it's, it's, I'm it's, not saying it, that's that, not flat, but it's damn sure sharp. I'm not saying that that's <laughs> the most effective way to do it either, because I would, I wouldn't do that shit. Um, but I understand a lot of people do do that. I think it sounds and it's not a manipulation thing. It's just how they are. Yeah, I think because well, yeah, I think um, to your thing about it being flat, I think. Going back to building a case, I think people think they have to build a case to make a point. Exactly. And I think what Nay is saying is like you don't have to do all that. I think a, you can I just th- get cut straight to the chase. But y'all, y'all are really good. Just shoot it to me straight. But y'all are really good communicators who can decipher all who, this. Me? And yeah, I'm saying that. No, I'm saying that at this at this stage of y'all life, you know what to say. Like you know, if you're gonna say some shit, there's a whole purpose and intent. The way Ern's character is, like, this is his first time really saying this shit. So, like, all this is going to come out a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you took, like, you know that perspective as far as, like, knowing how to say and conduct yourself and how to get right. a message across, whether you want to be nice or mean about it. Because y'all know how to do that. From the way this character has been uh, uh, presented to us throughout all these seasons, this is his first time he's ever opened up. This I, is the second time look, he's cried on the show. I understand. I totally understand where yeah. y'all are coming from because I'm... At the end of the day, I'm I've been that guy. <laughs> right. So I so when he was saying, I was like, oh shit, bro, I don't know if this is the way to go. You but know, did you do it to be manipulative? Huh? Did you do it to be manipulative though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is like some Jedi mind trick shit. It can't be. That could be anything, man. Y'all doing this so fucking ingrained. But that could be anything. But 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 the point <laughs> I was trying to make is that we think that we have to do that. And what I'm hearing hmm. from a woman is that you don't have to go through yeah, all that yeah. shit. That's, it's an ugly way to say it, but shit, sometimes. But the point is you don't have to say hurts. it. I think that's what she's saying. Like, you don't have to say all that. You can just cut, cut straight to the chase. Women say that shit too, man. And it's not a manipulation thing. It's yes, like, it oh, it can happen. Is it? Yes. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm giving you all of this extra information mm-hmm. because I want you to understand and give me the answer that I want. I want you to be with me. So I'm going to give you every single thing that I can to convince you mm-hmm. instead of just saying this is what it is and letting you make the decision for yourself. Why isn't it just why you can't stop at convince and have to add manipulation to it as well? Because that's what I don't understand. Manipulation. Just let no. me make a decision. You're, You're not- saying what well, you see that in this situation or just in general? In general, convincing is not in this particular what? situation. Not convincing isn't in this particular. If I just, just she, give she, me the fact she is and let under, me make a decision, she is under the if you impression. have to plead a case that is a manipulation. It's not if you if you present if you put it out there that way. If if she said you a lonely ass nigga and you just want me because you lonely nigga, I have to convince you. No, that's not the case. No, you don't. You can just simply say. I no, feel like I'm I not. do. I feel like <laughs> I do. No, I'm not work. No, <laughs> no, I'm not lonely. No, I'm not never work. Come, Come on, on, y'all, y'all not being realistic. It doesn't never work. When a nigga just say like, oh, if a woman thinks a certain way about you and the way you act, 
and your answer is nah, that ain't it, or or, or say some shit like, <laughs> oh, oh no. you don't love me. That's not true. I do love you. Like you ain't That's gonna it. say nothing else. You ain't gonna you don't have no case to plead. These are the reasons why I love you. You just gonna say, oh yeah, I do love you. What the fuck you talking about? You may I do. Think you do. And that's fine. That is how you feel. Now, if I feel like I need more context, I'm going to ask you, well, why? Why won't I just leave with the context? Because I may not need it. Why? Ugh, that's you controlling <laughs> that's, the conversation. But that's, but that's reading your mind at that point. Right. No, it's not mm-hmm. reading my mind because I can very easily ask you why. I do it all the time. <laughs> so you didn't think it was too much the little Kanye jab that she said to him? I didn't get it. I thought he was acting real, like real passionate, like you're getting all emos. It's real emo, but thanks. Oh, okay. I thought it was cute. I, like I said, they even with the manipulation, even though I do feel like it was a twinge of manipulation, <laughs> I think they, they, I think they get each other, which is why it didn't. She did not allow it to bother her. It they, didn't bother, and that 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 was the surprise thing. Right. Like she knows him so. She knew his be, heart. Couldn't have been me. It did not bother her at all because I was waiting for her to react, and she did not react. <laughs> Which, like, is, oh, this is, which yeah. is why that's why I was like, Nay, I, I agree with you and Ken wholeheartedly if this was anybody else. But that's why like this scene meant a lot for Earn because it was like mm-hmm. for him and his heart. I don't think you were meant to take it that but way. But understand, she did bring it up. Yeah. Because that's a fear of hers, though. But she, she just wanted to put it out there, though, and and yeah. let, let him know, like, yo, this feels you like still, some manipulative You can still trust shit, somebody bro. and be like, this is a fear that I have, but it's I'm willing to fear. jump what, with What's you. the fear? The fear of her just being like, he just, is. it's not about her. It's like, he just wants, uh, what's the, the wife and the, the picket fence and yeah. all that shit? He just wants that in L.A. He just wants to have a I felt family. that. I felt that's what he was looking for. I don't think, I don't think we ever seen in any part of the season where he was like, I want a family until now. So that's why I'm taking it as like he's serious about that. I mean, when that fake ass, whack ass teardrop, <laughs> that was a that, that was, was a bad a cry. It was a bad cry. Donna Glove was over two for me. I'm sorry. That was a great cry. No, you it are, wasn't. That was a that was like it's cold as hell outside. Cry. You know how your I mean, eyes get watering when it's cold. He said the same. He did say he was freezing. Yeah, it's it's that was another it. thing. She he was wrong about that. He missed his decision. Make she was kind of calling him out. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, episode. episode drive slow down. <laughs> We can't cross that. We're going to be cold. Every single thing she called him out on was true. We didn't get a chance to see the crossing of the rape, but that shit was probably going to go wrong, too. This nigga said, I put her on my shoulders. I was with her. She's like, yeah, we not doing that. And just walked off. She didn't even give him a chance to even build a cave. He was trying, <laughs> but she didn't want to hear it. She was yeah. like, come on, Lottie, let's go. Oh, yeah, and he was still there talking. They were walking away. I was like, damn. Yeah, that wasn't a good idea. Um, it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> Ken, what did you think about the snipe game or the snipe hunt? Um, I think that Ern was the snipe. Explain. Um, well, I don't know what that thing was, but uh, it said it comes out at night. They had the conversation at night and red eyes, and you tend to have red eyes when you cry. And only the brightest, smartest, or whatever she said can catch it. Mm-hmm. And if this everything is from Lottie's perspective, mm-hmm. uh, Lottie wanted her dad or them to be together, so she somehow figured out a way. I don't know how I caught them. Maybe you can. Maybe I can catch them with your help. She said, "Look yep. at, come on, Ken, with 
the depth. That's, that's, that's deep crazy. as hell. Where you read that? Where you read that? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you pulled that out of your head. <laughs> God. You Pay attention it. to literature class. You were like, okay, what, what, is, yeah. what are they trying to say here, bro? All I saw was that nasty ass Me snake, too. bro. I, almost, <laughs> I was like, uh-uh. Me too. Damn, but that makes a lot of sense what you just said. That's, though, no, like, that, that was, that's, from a meta, that might be metaphorical it. standpoint, yeah. Somebody Mike probably Mike wasn't here. Yeah, Mike listened to the time. He was like, you'd be all Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike probably like, yes, somebody got it. But um, nah, Mike will be yeah. cracking jokes right now. Okay. Oh yeah, he'll be cracking jokes. But uh, yeah, because I, I I thought because it was it was the name of the episode mm-hmm. that when he finally when the thing finally appeared, and you were like, wait a minute, this I totally made this shit up. Like, why is there something here? And then it was and then ran off. Um, I thought that was really gonna be a thing in there, and I was like, it wasn't. It was a it heavy just, bag. Yeah, and it ran off, and then we never saw it again. So it, it was like, okay, what does this mean? Like, not, it, it shit just, I was just trying to figure out what the, uh, everything meant. It threw you off too, Rod? The snipe thing? Yeah. Threw me off in what, what way? What you as mean? far as, like, the purpose of it in the episode? Well, nah, I don't, I, don't, I don't get too hung up on that. Um, a lot of times, I don't even know what the episode name is uh, or whatnot. I just kind of watch the show. Um, for once, for one time, I watched. I mean, one day I watched. Uh, not watched. One day I read the descriptions. Y'all ever read the description? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. I, I stopped like, reading oh, them, bro, because it should. Well, it don't even give anything away. It's just like kinda, I know. It's kind of just weird. Like yeah, like, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's probably. I feel like it, I feel like it is a hint to something, but yeah, it's a yeah. very like you got to really pay attention here. Yeah, but uh, but no, nah, I didn't. I didn't think too much of it. I just thought it was fucking weird. You know, just a weird thing. I'm sure every weird thing in these shows have something to do with something, but I just never take the time out like how Ken did to to kind of figure it out how it all connects. Um, it's just too much for me to even think about. Honestly, I just kind of watch it and enjoy it. And if I catch it, I catch it type of thing. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody else catch it. It's cool to get it that way. I don't have to be the person that figure it out, but. Nah, yeah, I didn't think anything else of it. I just thought it was thought it was just interesting little thing in it. Especially when he walked up, the whole shot of him kind of walking up to it, the intensity there. Yeah, that's, that's what I was paying attention to, like yeah. camera work and all that, and whatnot. So yeah, that that was pretty cool. Um, Nay, yes. do you think this relationship will have a happy ending by the end of the season? I do. Hmm. I do. I hope so, but I do. Even though he's manipulative as hell. <laughs> I didn't say he was manipulative. <laughs> I do think there was some manipulation there because he really wants a family. Do you think when he asked her, why can't you leave Atlanta? Was that like, like for me, when he asked her that, was that more of him just saying like, I want to, like, I don't need to be in Atlanta for us to be together. Like, I want to take you elsewhere. But do you think that she was only looking at their relationship in Atlanta? Cause I'm thinking like, what's the what's the point? Like, what what she got there? She ain't got shit there. She was about to leave her daughter to go to Europe this last season. So um, what what the hell is keeping you? Like, why is this a big deal to ask her if you're trying to go to LA? To mm. me, I honestly thought that that was just kind of a play on this show. Like that line to me is like all of the things that we've said about this show. Like this is so Atlanta. This is so Atlanta, right? I felt like that was more so like a narrative on like what's so great about Atlanta that you can't leave. But we've kind of seen it. Like we've kind of seen all of the things that are 
good, great, or make Atlanta, Atlanta. Um, but I don't remember what her answer was. So I honestly never really took that as any sort of reflection of their relationship or of Van, because I don't think that there is anything keeping Van in Atlanta. But I think her thing was, I'm not willing to go just because you need somebody there or because you want me, you want your daughter close and I take care of your daughter. So I think, I think that was more of what Van's thought process was. I really didn't take it as anything towards Van's relationship to the city or their relationship. Hmm. Anybody else have any other thoughts on this episode? Mm. Right. Mm. Yeah, for me, man, it just ultimately, yeah, I, I won't say it felt flat, but it just didn't, it, it wasn't as fulfilling as some of the other episodes I've been. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm with you. I, I I didn't like it, but I understood its purpose. Yeah. And um, I, can, I can talk about anything. So whether I like it or not, don't, mm. you know, mean I can't discuss it. You know what was happening here. Um, I just realized that, that, you know, while I didn't enjoy it, they were just trying to wrap up this story and seal this part of it and walk away with uh, hopefully a happy ending. Yeah, they say they're doing that a lot with the season. They're wrapping up, like, storylines. Mm -hmm. It seems like that. It seems like that, but, yeah, I don't know. All right. Why, wait. You know what? I am curious. Why did you? Why? Why did you enjoy? Because it, it seemed like you did enjoy this one. No, nah, like, absolutely. Like, why? Why? It. Why did you? Yeah, I did. So, I really, like I said, I was uncomfortable up until the tent scene, and I really enjoyed the conversation between Ern and Van. I really felt Ern's sincerity. I thought Donald Glover did a really good job performing that that monologue between him and um the, between those two characters. I really liked the way. I like the way um, Zazie and Donald played off of each other this entire episode, to mm -hmm. be quite honest. I thought that their chemistry is like subtle, but still good. Mm. Um, and I think that, like I said, that conversation in the tent, I really felt his emotion. Like it was, it was very true to this character that he's created. Mm. And I really liked the way there was an ease afterwards. Um, and I like the way they, I just really like the way all of the actors, including Lottie, played, uh, played on each other. Hmm. It, was, it was just really good. And I think, I really, I think that Donald Glover does a good job with like romantic, emotional scenes. Like even the movie that he, the little film he did with Rihanna, I really liked him in that. Like I think he does a good job with portraying emotion without going over the top. Yeah, I didn't have too big of a problem with this with this uh, dialogue there. Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I can slightly agree with the cry. I didn't need to cry. I think I the, the the what he was doing, the way he was saying it, was enough for me. Me too. I didn't need the actual teardrop, but the it's tear, cool. I mean, the fact that he home. did it is fun. Did she, she cry too? She, she cried too. Yeah. yeah. And I love her. It was they were both so subtle. Like yeah, it was. I'm yeah. here for it, honey. I I love y'all. So um, two things. Uh, the bookends of this episode. Um, love is king, mm -hmm. and love is Lottie just kind of sitting there, and love is strong in their pride. Of course, earns pride. He had to get past that, mm -hmm. and Lottie smiling at the end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Seeing them, as you mentioned yes. earlier, talking versus just riding together. Mm -hmm. Nah, yeah, I guess that's deep. You know what I'm saying? Like looking back at it, but yeah, in the moment, it just it just didn't feel that way. 
all the way. But yeah, kind of looking at it just in, in this totality, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, it was it, it was a it was a needed episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was definitely needed. It just wasn't as entertaining as some of the other ones for me. That's right. it, simply that. Yep. It was the first time that the season started to feel like a closer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like it felt like they were starting to, they're starting to sew up some of the storylines. Mm-hmm. So I did like that. This was the first time I felt like this was the last season. I'd be curious to see what they do with Darius. Mm-hmm, me too. He don't get a closer. You don't think so? <laughs> he gonna get something. <clears throat> uh, well, all right. Those are our thoughts on this episode of Atlanta. Please let us know what you guys think. FPS Podcast is the Reddit thread. That's also our handle for IG and Twitter. And we'll catch you on next week's episode. We out. Peace. Peace. Bye.